Welcome to Urban Principal, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And welcome back to another podcast. We are on episode 104, season three, starting a new season. And I'm calling this uh, Leadership for a New Year. And since it is a new year, I know everybody's coming up with resolutions, thinking about goals, thinking about the things they can do better, uh, reflecting on the things that have happened previously, uh, things you could do better looking forward. And as a leader, I always did, um, as I came back as a principal, I often did a kind of a mid-year, how are we doing type thing and tried to encourage the staff and tried to look at our data and tried to look at our school improvement goals and tried to look at a lot of the things that we've accomplished to that point and tried to make it more of a celebration than a downer for sure and looked at the things that we're doing extremely well and what we can keep doing even better and trying to get people motivated for that last half of the year and finishing uh, strong as we come back in a new year. And some of those things you can start to think about as a leader are uh, the areas of discipline, motivation, patience, and perseverance. Perseverance, And they're all extremely pertinent to this time that we're in right now. Um, discipline in terms of respect of, and I'm not talking about discipline with students and behavior, which we talk about a lot on this show. I'm talking about the need and desire and to get things done and to do what you need to do to get it in the first place. Um, you have to have the discipline to get that, uh, whatever it is you're after. Uh, discipline to improve your diet, to improve your exercise, to improve um, your studies, to improve the things you want to achieve. So um, that all takes discipline. So if you start to self-reflect and look at that discipline, uh, what are the things you need to improve on and what are the stepping stones or the ways that you can go about uh, creating the discipline to get that done and to make sure it actually happens. And it kind of runs into motivation and what motivates you. And right now is a tough time for leaders. It's a tough time for educators. And how do you, ed how do you motivate your staff? So um, thinking about the things that you do to, to uh, motivate your staff and trying to get them to understand other things that must be done at a time when you're trying to get a lot out of them and at a time when you're trying to encourage them as well. Um, what is the motivation for you? I mean, how bad do you want something if you're working on um, improving students' uh, relationship skills? What are the things that you're doing to achieve that? Or what are the things you're doing as a building to build that positive culture so that you can get the skills that you want the students to have? which, you know, the culture does impact everything, and culture beats strategy. We've talked about that before, and that's one of the ways to increase your achievement is by increasing that positive culture. So what are the things that you're doing to motivate your staff and to keep yourself even motivated uh, during this time? Because those are the things uh, that can keep you making the right decisions. Um, the way to take the correct risks and to make the decisions that you need to make and not being afraid to make decisions and it moves into patience because right now we've had to be patient over the time that it's taken for this pandemic to clear and time for um, if it wasn't the pandemic it'd be other things right now we've always had uh, 
uh, federal mandates, state mandates, different things that come down the line with test scores and uh, accountability and pressures from our districts, uh, pressures from local and state. Uh, so those things will not necessarily go away, but having the patience to do what needs to be done and to wait through the process of uh, that, just the process of waiting is often hard, of course. And the ab ability to be consistent and apply, apply the best practice and giving things time to work and time to pan out. I mean, relationships pay off in your building and they pay off building that positive culture but you have to have the patience for those things to follow through and actually for that to um, infuse and go through your whole staff and it just takes time. So increasing your ability to be patient right now, your ability to work with staff, um, your ability to listen. Uh, it's a great time to improve your listening skills as a leader and hear what uh, staff is saying and to develop that strong collaboration and to develop the, the teamwork that you need to meet the challenges that you're facing that are ever-changing right now. So that patience is definitely there. And it winds into perseverance. And perseverance is something that is that stick-to-itiveness and that ability to sustain effort despite all odds. And think of the odds that we've had recently. And I was a principal of a high-poverty building with all kinds of issues, and we fought odds at every turn, but the ability of our staff to work together and persevere and to um, develop the right processes and develop the right uh, team ability uh, and the staff capacity to handle students and to work with students and to build relationships and to build that culture. Uh, it's having that right attitude to never give up and to keep moving forward. And despite some of those things I talked about with achievement and scores that are uh, coming out, which may not be the highest because of circumstances out of your control, how can you persevere and make sure that you're moving forward? And how can you um, make sure you're still moving that dial in a positive direction? Uh, perseverance is that ability to stick to that, uh, sticking to your goals and sticking to uh, adjusting as necessary and to regrouping as you need to. And uh, I definitely would say every leader has had that perseverance tested this year. And as we get into a new year, we'll hope it's not tested as much, but continue to move forward. And I want to read you a short a uh, little excerpt from uh, John Maxwell in his book, Encouragement Changes Everything. And it's the power of passion. Experts spend a lot of time trying to figure out what makes people successful. And more than anything else, passion is what makes the difference. Take a look at four truths about passion. Passion is the first step to achievement. Your desire determines your destiny. The stronger your fire, the greater the desire, and the greater the potential. Passion increases your willpower. There is no substitute for passion. It is the fuel for the will. If you want anything badly enough, you can find the willpower to achieve it. Did you hear that? If you want anything badly enough, you can find the willpower to achieve it. So it's how bad you want it. Passion changes you. If you follow your passion, you can't help but become a more dedicated, productive person. In the end, your passion will have more influence than your personality. 
Passion makes the impossible possible. Humans are made so that whenever anything fires their soul, impossibilities vanish. A fire in the heart lifts everything in life. When we find our passion, we can be assured that great things go, uh, do lie ahead. What can you do to find yours? And what can you do to help someone else find theirs? So keeping that passion and helping someone else find that passion is extremely important, as we've been saying. So as you regroup for this new year, what is your focus? How are you, how are you self-reflecting on your leadership style? Um, what can be improved? How can you best motivate your staff? Encourage your staff. Seed growth. How can you display that passion and encourage that passion? And I encourage you to have the best discipline and work ethic, the best motivation, and the needed patience and the perseverance to get through anything that comes your way. It is a new dawn and time to keep moving forward. And I'd like to end with a quote tonight. And our quote is, The leaders who work most effectively, it seems to me, never say I. And that's not because they have trained themselves not to say I. They don't think I. They think we. They think team. They understand their job to be to make the team function. They accept responsibility and don't sidestep it, but we gets the credit. This is what creates trust, what enables you to get the task done. And that was from Peter F. Drucker. And as always, keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, stay positive. been listening to Urban Principle. Leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com.